You're listening to the Really Big Questions podcast with Cynthia Hickman. What's the difference between living from your head and living from your heart? Yeah, that's a big question and pretty common question really because um, if you think about our education, our education is very about, very much about our head. We educate kids' heads so we teach them <laughs> about um, how to work with numbers and how to work with reading and it's all quite intellectual. That, that's the education of the, the head, it's intellectual. But we tend to leave out and forget our heart and I don't necessarily mean emotions. It doesn't mean we have to go into emotions in our heart. Our heart is a centre or connectedness to love and relationship and connection with other human beings. And that gives us a, a different view, a different lens, a different flavour in life, living from the heart compared to the head. But our education has taught the head. And that leads to, in the end, a very particular way of living life, which then leads to a very particular sort of culture. So it, is that uh, – so you're saying like it, it becomes a sort of more – that that's our barometer in life is that we, we just operate from yeah. a thought of yeah. perhaps we create um, some ideas of how things – and we sort of – is that like locking yourself into I'm going to do this, this, yeah. this and, and working towards things? Good way of saying it, yeah. We get, we get locked in and it sets up our ideas about life and how life should look. So we have ideas about, well, I should achieve this and I need to be doing this and I need to go to work and do this. It's, it's quite concrete and we're, we're measuring ourselves by concrete, discrete type of uh, levels and, and measurements and we're trying to fit ourselves into that. But that ends up being quite limited and um, it can actually in the end be empty because mm. people have the experience of, okay, tick, 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 I've done all these things, ticked all these boxes, got to that level, but and now what? Like it's, it's not satisfying because living from the head isn't going to give you and doesn't lead to a life that will give you what you truly want. Like a fulfillment type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, good word. Fulfillment or depth or settlement, satisfaction, richness, all those types of things. They come from living from the heart, not necessarily the head. Not that the head's bad. Like we need that. We need, you know, the practicalities and the organisation and the things that come from the head. That's mm. fine. But not at the expense of and not at the dismissal of the heart. All right. So if that's sort of what living from the head looks like and like you said there's nothing wrong with that we do need to have I guess an element of that but mm, then we mm. can get to the end of our ticking of boxes and perhaps for a lot of people it can feel a bit empty yeah that's the thing it can lead to an emptiness because what people are doing are they're living in service of their head when actually it's meant to be we're living in service of the heart and the head's there as a support just to organise things around on the outside of that. But we need to be living in service to our heart that lives to a, lives and leads to a very different quality of life. How about you explain some of the, the qualities of what it could be like if you do switch from living in the head to the heart or having the heart, I guess, lead? Is that the way you would Yeah, say? the heart is the foundation mm. and the centre point. So if I was to go big first, I'd talk about the culture and if, if we look at businesses and organisations and how they're run, like we take it for granted that love isn't the foundation of a business or an organisation. 
And in fact, you sound a bit like a lunatic if you go, well, my business is going to be run from love. And we're like, what the hell is that? <laughs> you're a and, hippie. <laughs> yeah. That, and that's, for me, the sad thing that it sounds like you're a hippie if you're talking about that. And I feel like, but why? Why wouldn't we have love as the foundation of our law, our legal system, of our politics, of our education, of corporate world? We don't have love as the foundation there. And look what it leads to. Like, not to be super critical, but really politics, it's, it's not about love. It's not about connectedness and care of our community. It's about power plays and power games, and that's sad. Legal system is about like black and white and what's wrong and right as opposed to a heart-based justice. There are so many institutions we could talk about and we take it for granted, which to me is very sad. We take it for granted that love is not the foundation and the heart is not the foundation of those institutions. If it was, it would be a very, very different culture. Say, for example, in a corporation, the CEO would care and take an interest in and want the people that are working for him her either way to be unfolding and evolving and enriching and working in a collaborative way together it would be a like a fun mm. enjoyable warm place to go to work and too often it's not it's the complete opposite for people and what a tragedy like, and like that would not lead to making less money. Like it, it, it doesn't have to lead to, okay, well, I'm not going to care about money. No, not at all. You would make more money because everybody be, would be working together. And I feel like amazing things come when people are working collaboratively and enjoying each other's company and not in competition and jealousy, just wanting everybody to thrive. That's the attitude that comes from a heart-based life. You want everyone to thrive. Whereas the head is more about the individual, like I'm going to thrive and I'm going to do my best, possibly at the expense of someone else because I'm in comparison with someone else. Ew, competition. Mm, <laughs> competition. That comes from the head because the head makes measures and levels and then compares. The heart doesn't. It's a, a more a global, holistic, whole spherical type organ mm. beingness if you like and that has a whole different perspective it's about the whole everybody working together and collaborating together that's different to the mind which sets up a linear competition based comparative based way of doing life and doing institutions so would it be fair to say that in the in the mind with the competitiveness that there's always even though you may be you know, you have the most degrees, you um, are the fastest, you are the best at this, you have had more, you've won more awards, you're making the most money, et cetera, et cetera, that even though there are parts of your life that you're on top, you're still measuring every part of your life. So therefore, there are parts of your life where you feel less than and therefore you feel completely empty or very, very empty and sad, I guess. Yeah, yeah, potentially. Only possibly you might not notice it consciously because you've invested so much in the head-based criteria that you might not notice the sadness and the anxiety and the emptiness inside. But it will be showing up in your attitude towards other people and your, your attitude towards life. And that's going to make a impover impoverishment inside, mm. which is sad. But I, I see that reflected in the world at present. Mm. Like, look how we run our world. Like, it's pretty sad. Like, it's okay for gazillionaires to be sending rockets into space or whatever they're doing. Meanwhile, <laughs> plenty of people <laughs> haven't got enough yeah. Yeah, to live on. And that's, it, it, it leads to an inequality because it's all about me thriving at the potential 
at the expense potentially of someone else and for that to be okay. The heart would never say that's okay. Can't be. So if you're a person that's living from the heart um, and going out into the world, um, doesn't sound like a lot of our systems and um, governance are supporting living from the heart. There are some, no doubt there are some, and there's some organisations that run from the heart and there are people who are bosses, CEOs, who do run their organisations from heart. But is it fair to say that a majority isn't? The majority isn't at mm. present, yeah. But it's okay because you can still as an individual be bringing that into whatever realm you're working in. Like I've got clients working in big corporations and okay, maybe the you know the higher executives don't have that heart-based attitude but it's okay because you can be bringing that into your team and to your management field. And, and people feel that, even if there might be in an organisation that's not founded on heart, your department can be, and you can influence that, and you can be bringing that in to your, your department mm. and in, into your team. And what that looks like is, like, I care about everybody's well-being and I care that everybody is evolving and learning how to bring their best self forward. So, And, and it's not about... Um, making excuses for people and letting people be slack or anything like that. It's a complete opposite. It's about bringing forth the best and helping everyone to work at their, their highest capacity, mm-hmm. but from a, a caring, inviting sort of place. So it doesn't matter what role you play in the organisation, does it? It, it? it doesn't matter where you are. You can be having an influence in the organisation and you can be, a, you know, like a, a hidden Clark Kent superhero <laughs> bringing that into your organisation. You're not, you're not wearing a cape, but you're bringing in an energy and an attitude and an appreciation that can filter out and make a difference in, in your little area, in your realm. Gosh, that sounds like so much fun. Oh, I think that's fun. And I think <laughs> in the end, that's how we're going to change our culture is people white-anting it from the bottom and working bottom up so that the influence comes from underneath and gradually brings this new heart foundation and appreciation and evolution into our institutions in the world. So what are some other examples of how we or where we can be bringing living from our heart um, versus our head that might be a bit better benefit? Is it something we go every area of our life? Every area because it's the foundation of how we could live. So you'd be bringing that into relationships. So instead of, you know, some relationships you can have a bit of competition, you're comparing yourself to your friend and trying to be as good as or better than Instead of that, you'd be working at supporting other people and appreciating other, uh, appreciating other people and enjoying other people's success and celebrating other people's achievements and um, bringing out the best in each other and, and collaborating with each other. There's a magic that happens when you're not in competition and jealousy and instead you're working with other people and allowing each other's best to come forward. Magic can happen, like things that are unpredictable come from that space. Like it's a really special magic sort of place to be coming from and to be cultivating with people. It sounds so yummy. Mm, (laughs) Yummy, yeah, amazing things can come from that. And we need it because there's a lot of problems in our world. I feel they could all be fixed if we made this space where we're working together and bringing from a foundation of love the best forth in each other. We We could solve any any problem on the planet if we really wanted to, if we've got ourselves, selfish selves out of the way. Ooh. 
<laughs> not sure everyone's prepared to do that just yet. I mean, you know, I guess when we get, when we, um, you know, we live in a society that, that looks a certain way that we get rewarded for yeah. certain things. and It is very competitive and comparative mm. and we're taught to measure ourselves against other people. Like even in schoolrooms, it's like who's top of the class and who's not, Oof. you know. Like that, we're already teaching people to live from the head and measure themselves. And like that's so sad. You can't measure, you can't compare because we've all got a bunch of different qualities. Mm. Everyone's got their own beauty to bring forth and it's going to be different from someone else's. You, can, you, you can't compare. Mm. But we need everybody's beauty. Bring it all forth and that would be amazing to live with. Oh, absolutely. That's so delicious. So, all right, sounds like a wonderful idea. Um, but is it very easy to switch into? I mean, is it something that we have to work on to be able to access the inner heart? Does it feel any different? It does feel different. Like I work with clients as a, as a psychologist and they can already feel the difference between their head and their heart. They know when their head's talking and the head tends to be like a bit of a bully and it's telling them off when they're not doing good enough and it's criticizing them and judging others. Like it's got this you know, sort of negative type of energy. It doesn't always have to because it can be sort of functional and just organizing and getting things happening, but it can tend to have this negative tone to it. And people can hear that and can feel that and they can feel that it sort of wears them down, but they can feel their heart that that's different and the heart wants to bring something else through and it's got a life and a joy and a richness and often they're wanting to get in more connection with that because the mind is sort of squeezing it and squashing it and stomping on it and they want to know how can that not happen how can they just more freely bring out the heart qualities that they have so is there a very physical feeling in the body when Mm. you go from the head to the heart yeah definitely yeah good point there is actually because the head can tend to make a, like an anxiety or a hardness or a tenseness or a stress because it's always telling you to be more, compare yourself against someone else, judge someone else. And that makes hardness, harshness, heaviness, denseness. When people start to connect to their heart, the opposite happens. Like people describe a warmth in their heart and then a, a lightness in their body and a looseness in their body. And that just feels more, more joyful and more free nicer body to walk around in yeah yummy mm. as you're talking i'm just trying to feel into what it's like to be able to you know what i felt and i felt like in when i've been you know going to my head that i feel like a bit of a squishing like mm. through the temple it literally yes. feels like a, a compression yeah it does yeah it's very compressing compared to the heart when that's allowed that's got an expansiveness to mm. it. it it makes a different sort of space that's extraordinary and and so you were saying very, very early on in this answering of the really big question um, that you can lead from the heart but then have the mind mm. follow because we sort of need both. We need right? both, definitely. Right. It's not like you want to turn the mind off. <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> Where was I going again? Exactly, yeah. No, the, the, the mind is great but it's a tool that we use. It's meant to be a tool, not the boss. It's not meant to lead the way. So you use your mind to get things organised and get things sorted and it, it's for functionality and, and sorting out the practical everyday things in the world. That that makes you know a handy foundation to be able to make life go smoothly but based on the foundation of the heart and the love and the true essence coming forth and the connection of that in other people. Right, so I've heard this podcast. I'm keen to try coming from the heart. I'm going into work on Monday. 
how do I now start to navigate or initiate coming from my heart and not my head when it's something I've been doing for so long? <laughs> so it's, it's not too hard and I've had other people do it and they start to change the tone in the team that they're working on. And one thing is to, to start to notice people and appreciate people and they make comments about what you're appreciating in someone because sometimes people are so focused on the task they forget that there's human beings here and we're all working here together. Notice each other and comment on what you think someone is doing well because too often it's a criticism like you didn't do that well, didn't do it fast enough, do it better as opposed to, hey, I really like that you did that or well done for doing that or let's celebrate that that happened well. Like start to make those little comments. Honestly, they make such a huge difference. If you think about yourself, when someone says something like that, it's like, oh, yum. It mm. makes a warmth in their heart, makes you light up, and then it makes you work even harder because it's like, yay, that's a joy that comes forth there. So that would be the first thing, is noticing that and appreciating that in your, in your colleagues at work. And then does it just sort of activate from there? Like once you sort of start that little technique um, and, and note – how awesome is it when you do see that and you f- and you mm. and you feel what happens to another person? Yeah, right? it completely changes everything, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, because you love seeing that in the other person. Oh, it's then, because people start to blossom, mm. and honestly, there's an intrinsic joy inside us when we see people blossom. Like that's why I love my job so much. I get to see people blossom all the time. But in any workplace, you can be encouraging people to blossom, and in seeing that, that. It makes you blossom like it's lovely inside it lights you up as well it's a total win-win yeah yummy so that's not just work well, obviously this is every that's anywhere like in it. yeah all your Kids. relationships families Relation friends partners, yeah yeah you can all be doing that oh that's just delicious yeah so for first step you know if you want to initiate it that's that's that would be your go. first step yeah yeah wow what a wonderful experiment to be able to do, to be able to feel that. And and I guess it because it, you were saying earlier that it's a very, it, it's quite a physical feeling. It's a very, very yeah, obvious yes. physical feeling in the body. Yeah. As long as you're used to tuning into your body. Right. So I would encourage you to start to tune into your heart. Like literally put your palm on the center of your chest there and feel the connection. And as you do that, the more you do that, you'll start to feel like, oh, there's like a presence there, an energy there, a warmth there. You'll start to notice that. And that's our true center, not our brain. The brain's great, but <laughs> our center and our foundation is our heart. Right. So it's not something you can think to do to use your heart. <laughs> <laughs> you can use your thinking to remind you, <laughs> to connect you to your heart. Again, it's not either or, right. but the heart, heart is where you want to connect and right. feel. So having those little moments of appreciation are a great way to get Yeah, going. that's a great idea. Yeah, that'd be good, like during the day to – just put your hand there on the center of your chest and just connect and just take a gentle breath and just go, ah, oh, here I am, I'm here with me and just confirm that heart-centeredness. That would be a great little thing to do intermittently throughout the day. Yeah, beautiful. And what are some of the other amazing things that can happen if we're coming from our heart, Cynthia? Uh, you, you bring a warmth and create a warmth in relationships mm. so that um, – People are there for each other, not a leaning on each other way, but it's so lovely to know that you can talk to someone and they're there to listen and support and you can be working together uh, for the best in each other. But this is not just about everyone else because you get love back basically. Oh, completely, yeah, yeah, because you're connecting to your own love inside you and we all have a source of love inside us. So that's what you're doing is you're connecting with that. 
that's that's a whole other way and a whole other place to live from is that source of love inside yourself. That feels great to live from there rather than your head. Wonderful experiments about to start taking place after these podcasts. It would be lovely to see that in workplaces. It would light everyone up. Yeah, wonderful. Thank you very much, Sin. Thanks very much, Tash.